Bye. 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 Hello. And the home of the Welcome to episode 55 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And hockey is what James and I had the great opportunity to play this past weekend. And you are going to hear all about that coming up very, very, very soon on this very podcast. And... You will also hear about someone who had a great, great day on that self-same tournament. So, spoilers, James and I didn't win the whole thing. But we will talk to somebody who came very, very close to doing that very thing. But before we get to that, how are you, James? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. I think I'm fully recovered from that brutal day in hell, just weather-wise, on Saturday. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am pretty much recovered as well. I would say I, I still have some bruises and, uh, sores here and there, but you know, I guess that's par for the course playing goal. It's, you know, I bring it on myself. I'm not looking for pity or any kind of, uh, you know, that I'm the idiot that stands in net. So I will say that I, I, uh, I felt a lot better on Saturday after I had the opportunity to throw up. So, um, you know, uh, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay now. Uh, heat sickness is a, a funny thing, <laughs> but James, I think we made it. So, you know, we're here, we're on the other side and we live to tell the tale, which is really all you can ask for. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime that you could play deck hockey all day, it's a good day. So, and it was for charity. So, you know, Absolutely, yeah. even though we lost every game we played, it doesn't matter that we lost because the uh, kids who are going to and the people who are going to benefit from this won. So that's the important thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. So hopefully, Rachel Green, you did a great job with the uh, tournament and you met your goals and we'll see you next year, I hope. I hope so, too. So, you know what, James? It's rude of us to keep our guests waiting. So obviously, our listener is going to want to know who we have in our starting lineup. So why don't we get right to that? And for tonight's starting lineup in goal, as ever, I am number 35, your American Rhino, Gary McComiskey. And of course, by my side. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi and special guest joining us tonight. At wing number 12, Brett Barrow. Good to have you, Brett. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for the invite. All right. Now, uh, we're just gonna, if you don't mind, we're just gonna put you on hold for just a few minutes. Well, I ask if James, would you be so kind as to tell us, all of us, bread included, what is on deck for this podcast? What is on deck? Would be happy to. Face off circle. Stepping into our interview series is LIQ all star Brett Barrow. Get to know an all-around great guy, friend, and teammate of the Hit the Deck family. Post-tournament talk. The American Rhino, Brett Hitman Barrow, and I will share our experiences during the Rose Charities Tournament from last Saturday. And Deck Hockey Resolution checkups number three and four. The point of this is to make sure I keep my promise of trying to improve my deck play during the year. Unfortunately, I have had some roadblocks over the last couple of months. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You got it, sir. All right. So, we got a guest. <sighs> yes, we do. Special uh, LIQ All-Star Brett Barrow. So, as uh, we always do for our special guests, 
And for the sake of the listener, we'll do a little face-off circle. Brett, if you don't mind. So there's just a standard bunch of questions that we ask everybody just so we kind of get to know each other and, and whatnot. So we all, you know, Gary and I know you very well and love you very well. So we want the uh, audience right. to feel the same way about you. So question number one is when did you start playing deck hockey? Well, when I was younger, I played in camp. And that was really the only time I ever played up until the LIQ was formed because I, I mean, I played most sports uh, and hockey was a very casual thing for me. So whenever somebody presented me with a stick, that's when I would play. And uh, I mean, I never played any organized leagues or anything like that. I just played pickup throughout my entire life and I just always found it fun. Very cool. Any reason why you chose your primary position, if you have a primary position? I'd say wing solely because I like to be a two-way player. So I feel like, hey, I can pick up on defense pretty well. I can pass the ball pretty well. Not necessarily a great score, but I like to set people up with shots. So I prefer the wing. I can definitely vouch for Brett's ability as a two-way player. And in fact, I have before on the podcast. (sighs) Brett is always the first one to jump into the crease and defend the goal if I am out of position. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he doesn't just lay back and sit on his heels when it's time to go on the offense. He'll run right up and, and be among the first on the rush. So he's, you know, he's the, the definition of a two-way player and I'm very happy to have him. Thank you very a- much. Amen to that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Gary and I are always defense first and we very much appreciate uh, Brett's energy and how fast you are, Brett, by the way. But uh, the fact that, right, that not only are you as good an offensive player as you are a defensive player, but exactly. It's always good to know in the back of your head that uh, you have our backs. If there's a panic in the defensive zone, you're always there to take the puck out or at least take a pass. And exactly right. Help out. Whenever we're on the same team, which is very rare. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That that stinks. And we'll get to this too in the, uh, the, the Rose Charities tournament talk as well. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather, and I think Gary feels the same way, we'd much rather have you on our team than against us. <laughs> Amen. Ditto. Yeah. So question number three is kind of a two-parter, if, if, if anything, but uh, who is the NHL player that influenced you the most, or who is your favorite NHL player if you have one? Well, like I said, I'm a very casual hockey fan, but I got to say, I, when Ryan Callahan was on the Rangers, I really enjoyed the way he played, solely because I feel like he gave it his all on literally every play that I would watch. And uh, I enjoyed watching Carl Hagelin when he was on the Rangers, and I enjoyed watching Ryan McDonough as well. So I'd say those three guys are uh, kind of my top guys that I looked up to. Yeah, I would say that shows in your style of play because, uh, I mean, Hagelin was a, a good offensive player, but Callahan especially and, and McDonough are like blue-chip players, hardworking you know, the grinded out type guys. So uh, I, I can definitely yeah, you, get that from your style of play. Yeah, and you can always just see in their level of play how that they would literally always put their bodies in front of the puck. So it was always cool to see and always very, very cool to watch. Just, great, just how hard they played. Great examples for any Rangers fans out there, exactly. And there's a reason why that two of those guys had the captaincies in Callahan and, of course, McDonough the most recent captain, but uh, yeah, I agree, Gary, a hundred percent. That really reflects Brett's style of play and how unselfish he is. And, and uh, yeah, you're always, you're kind of a think pass first score second, and you have a great shot too. So from any point of the rink, you can uh, light it up. <laughs> so that, that's, we, we appreciate that. And I agree with Gary a hundred percent. That definitely shows in your Keep play. complimenting so, me. Thank you. Thank hey, you. It, it's true. It's true. So, <laughs> No, I appreciate good, good, it. good answer there. I'd like to think it has a little something to do with his stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, American Rhino, if you wouldn't mind going a little bit more into that. <laughs> well, Brett li- bread. Bread bread. lives in the city, and so he travels light when he comes into Queens to play deck hockey with us. And so uh, he tends to not bring a stick, and he prefers to borrow a stick. And that stick is generally one of my sticks. Always. So... uh you know, I, I, I like to think that I, in some very small way, have a little something to do with Brett's ability to score, unless he's opposing me uh, on the other team, in which case I have quite a bit to do with Brett's ability to score. <laughs> <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah, well. 
So I, I think we already know the answer to this question, but we have to ask it anyway. So what is your favorite NHL team? And uh, if it's outside of New York, why? Uh, it's definitely the Rangers for obvious reasons, being a New Yorker. And I mean, family grew up Rangers fans. Uh, most of my friends are Rangers fans. It's just, I mean, and again, I'm not a diehard hockey fan, but I mean, I will always root for the Rangers. Very, very cool. Brett, let me ask you. Uh, we were joking a little bit before we went on air about how you were trying to avoid the Russian pandemonium for the post game for the Rangers game that's going on as we're speaking now. Uh, but being in the city uh, as you are, I feel like just for me watching the coverage on TV and in the newspaper, I feel like the Rangers this season, the playoffs, have gotten a lot more attention in the media than they have in previous years. And I don't quite know what to attribute that to, but being in the city, do you see an uptick in interest in the Rangers in your day-to-day? I mean, I whenever I pass by Penn Station, which is an everyday occurrence, especially in hockey season, I see an increased number of Ranger jerseys, whether it be jerseys, actual jerseys, even tank tops. I've seen an increased number in that. And uh, I don't know what it, to attribute it to, but it's always nice to see a sea of blue, red, and white. It could just be the fact that the Knicks are so abysmally awful that people just want to run for <laughs> some kind of success. And I'm okay with that. Come join our bandwagon. Well, because they know Dolan isn't paying much attention to the Rangers. Right. <laughs> let's, let's keep it that way. Yeah, and, and also for the Rangers' credit, they have – qualified for the playoffs in what the last 10 of 12 seasons or thereabouts i'll so, take your word uh, for it like, but that's how, that feels right yeah it's it's been you know there was one blip in that long it's all thanks to lundquist mainly but yeah that's that's really cool so i agree so very cool so just one more question for you brett before we move on and just for the listener what made you decide to join the liq well i was actually in attendance to the original july 4th crate game so I was at Rob's house with Gary on said July 4th, and I don't remember who it was that decided that we should just play hockey in the street, but we had there were sticks, and we didn't have nets. We had crates, and we just played in the street. And then Rob decided to get the group together, a group of, you know, all of our LIQ brethren, as you will, and... Uh, it was. I mean, it took me a while to join because I was playing softball for a while and baseball, and until Rob finally convinced me to come join and play with you guys, and uh, I've been coming ever since. And we're happy to have you. I I remember very very clearly that first, not the well, I remember the July Fourth game as well, the impromptu game that started it all. But I very clearly remember that first organized game, the scheduled game that happened uh, a little while after and i remember it clearly that it was an 85 degree day because rob's mother questioned my willingness to wear a jersey on that day being so hot i mean i guess she had a point what kind of crazy person would play hockey in 85 degree temperatures much less put on pads <laughs> which leads us into our second topic of the night the heck the, you uh... say <laughs> The post-tournament talk. So, yeah, the American Rhino, Brett, and Craig, and I, all members of the LIQ, played in the Rose Charities Tournament on Saturday. So, Gary and Brett, and I'll throw in my two cents as well, will tell us all about how that went along. So, uh, Brett, your team made it all the way to the final, too. So, if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving us a brief summary of your day and how it unfolded. Boy, I mean... We were saying this before we went on, but we were going to have all similar stories about how exhausted we were because of the the heat and the sun just being right on top of us. But so the first game we played, I uh, what was it? I think we won five to two, if I remember correctly. Yes, I believe that uh, is the correct final score. And in fact. You, the listener, will be interested to know, and you probably will also be interested to know, Brett, that you can look for that game on our Hit the Deck YouTube channel coming up very soon with play-by-play commentary provided by James and myself. <laughs> I didn't even know you recorded that game. Indeed. <gasps> so, yeah, we won 5-2, to two, I believe. We were the first game actually played in the tournament, or to play in the tournament, 
And uh, yeah, we won five to two. All my teammates were really nice people. We tried to coordinate as much as possible just so we can figure out our lines and just basically to give ourselves enough time to rest in between breaks. Also, because we didn't want to stay on our shifts too long. We didn't want to, you know, be overheated. We wanted to be able to save ourselves for whatever may come within the next couple of games. So game two, it was actually us against you guys. Yes, yes being it was. Gary and James's team. And uh, my team happened to win that five to three. Uh, yes, five to three. That is correct. Yes, and uh, whenever James and I were on were on the field of battle together, I tried to lull him to sleep a little bit just by kind of goofing <laughs> around and <laughs> and just talking to him, just you know, being my normal self. And um, after that game, we were my teammates and I were pretty much very we were very tired. Yes. But um, sorry about this, Gary. But there was a betrayal among sticks. What? <laughs> yes. My teammates, uh, they were, they saw your stick and they kind of were like, well, we probably want to use a different stick. And we actually have an extra stick that happens to look exactly like yours, just in slightly better shape. Uh-huh. And uh, so I decided to use that only because the stick was a little bit wider, so I was able to catch the passes better. Well, I have offered you the use of a different stick in the past, and you said, no, I like this one. <laughs> I do. I specifically I remember offering you uh, at the Rocky Sullivan's tournament, the last one we played, because that was a tournament, and I figured, well, it's this is a big deal, so I'm going to let you use the good stuff. But you, well, you didn't want so it. You the, reason, the... the reason I didn't trade sticks then was because it was a narrower field. Uh-huh. So being the size of the rink that we played on this time, I figured I might need... To have a wider stick. I see. So it's all down to your environment. You you pick your gear based on where you're playing. I get it. Exactly. That's wise. Logical. So I I apologize for the betrayal. That's but, all right. Um, I I look. I would have been a lot more offended <laughs> if you had used it to score on me. So yeah. Which I did not. I believe I had two assists though in that game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And um, the did you guys third... have a break after that game? Did you have a break after the uh, the game you played against us? We had about a half hour break. Okay. Yeah, uh, Craig and I had gone to the deli across the street during that time just to get like snacks and some water. But yeah, our third game, I believe, <laughs> one of my teammates at that point had said, "Hey, you're getting color," and um, <laughs> but he didn't know me well enough to say, "You're really getting sunburned." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I got a fun sunburn. <laughs> Jen, uh, J- Jen said, my wife said, uh, when I got home later that night, wow, you really got, you really got color. Apparently, I, I, I burned, my face burned like where my mask was exposed. So I had a very clearly <laughs> defined line in the middle of my forehead, wrapping around like my, my cheekbones and down to my chin. Uh, if only you had a sunburn in the shape of the Mets logo. Yeah, well, Ooh. food food for thought. Summer is coming, so we'll see. <laughs> so the third game we won, I believe it was uh, four to two or five to three. I can't remember the score of that. And so, being one of the two teams that were undefeated, uh, we made the finals and were playing a fourth game. And this was around. What time did you guys leave? I think we left around... It was like a quarter to, quarter to three. three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe the final started around like around around that time. But yeah, so in the finals, we were up 2 nothing in the first half. And in the second half, we let up four goals and we lost 4-3. to three. It was mm. a very competitive game. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. Do you happen to know which team won, Brett? Which team you were facing in the finals? I can't say I remember the team number. Mm. Okay, fair enough. But, I i mean, they may have played you guys. I can't be 100% sure, though. I don't know. Well, if they played us, they won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and it was for charity. So, yeah. but, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you for giving us the benefit of your experience there, Brett. It was fun, and uh, it was for charity. 
but it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it again, but it was really, I mean, I, on our uh, LIQ Facebook page, I made some kind of comment the next day about how fun it was playing and, you know, basically 90 minutes straight back to back games on, uh, on the hottest day of the year. And Craig, who was oh, on, you played, that's right. You guys played back to back. I forgot about sure that. Sure did. And, uh, Craig mentioned how at the, the end of his back to back, you know, it nearly killed him. And I absolutely understand where he was coming from. By the second half of my second straight game, which was the third game we played of the day, which was the hottest part of the day, probably it was, that was probably like one, not, no, not one thirty, like two thirty at, uh, you know, two, two thirty at that point. And I could, I was getting dizzy and lightheaded and there were points where I could barely stand. It was like, it was bad. And I'm, I'm not using that as an excuse for my performance because all the goalies that played had to deal with the exact same conditions, but it was really a difficult, difficult thing to play through. And, you know, as a goalie being all bogged down in the equipment, I say that, but I'm sure it was no picnic for you skaters either because you're actually running around. Uh, I mean, James, you can, you can attest to it was not fun for the skaters either, but... At the same time, it was disappointing to lose in the finals at the same time. Absolutely. Solely, solely because there was a few times where the opponent was uh, caught cherry picking, but there was obviously no whistle because. Uh, I mean, yeah. So the rules yeah, for, yeah. for, if you're not aware and you probably aren't, the rules for this tournament was no offsides and no icing. So, you know, people could just hang out by the crease if they wanted to for however long they wanted to and just grab the puck and. You know, if there's no one there to chase him, just stuff it in. Yeah, I mean, and we had a pretty good goalie, but yeah, <laughs> the we were caught in that in that kind of conundrum of dealing with the cherry pickers. You did have a good goalie, although I have to say, having seen his first game, he was a bit of a showboat and a bit arrogant. <laughs> I won't disagree. Yeah, there was one. Uh, he, he was definitely chirping with the uh, other team and kind of gloating about the lead that they had and the win that they were about to get. And there was one point where he gloved the puck out of the air and then rubbed it on his uh, jocular region uh, in, in a clear show of respect for the other team. So, well, I did not see that. Yeah. All right. Well, I assume your back was to him, <gasps> but uh, yeah, he, he played well, but you know, spoiler for the end of the episode. Don't be that guy. We're all there to have fun. Come on. So yeah, just to fill the listener in, the way it was set up, it was two 20-minute nonstop periods a game. Uh, some players even said that it may have been 22 minutes a period. Yeah, so James, I'm and just gonna I'm just gonna interject here. The periods were 22 minutes as scheduled, although our third game, I believe, because of time constraints, because it was uh, running a little late, they truncated it to 20-minute periods. Yeah, so nonstop, a, a good two minutes makes a big difference. But uh, when you're getting when you're dying, but yeah. anyway, yeah, so nonstop. And it still would have been rough if the weather was not hot and humid and at least 85 degrees with the sun beating down on us without any mercy of shade either. And every once in a while there would be a breeze. But yeah, definitely Gary, Brett, I'm sure Craig and I can attest to that. We're not whining. We're just kind of sorry, Schwarzenegger. But, uh, you know, it, that's just the, the way it was on, on April 29th, 2017, <laughs> the... Uh, july decided to show up so you know god bless everybody for making it out of there alive just for the day it decided to stop by and check out the tournament yeah it's funny because my teammates and i were joking that anytime that we were on our break that's when the shade was out but when we were playing that's when the sun just came crashing down the sun was a big fan of your team brett i mean clearly you were good you made the finals so i'm not surprised the sun wanted to watch we were we played well as a team you did. You did play very well as a team. No, I mean we just passed the puck well to each other, you know, and we communicated well. That's all I was going to say. I uh, <laughs> I will say though that your team was the closest we got all day to a win. Yours was the closest game of the three that James and I played. It was a one goal game right up until the last minute when I gave up a uh, an extra goal to you know seal the thing. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, but, you know, credit to you guys for pulling it out. You had to come from behind yeah. in that game, too, so good on you. I mean, James James played very well, and your team played very well. So 
It's unfortunate. You're, you're being very generous, but I appreciate that. It was, for some yeah. reason, they put me up on wing in that game. So that's why you and I were facing off against one another <laughs> on the line. But uh, it was fun watching your back the whole game, just trying to catch up with you, watching you run back and forth. So oh. thanks, thanks for the breeze. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I guess you have a history of oh. watching Brett's back, so you're used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we play on a much smaller court, so it's on a much smaller scale. But Yeah, when we, when we play on our home games of the LIQ, you just kind of literally run circles around me. But for this time, being on a full, well, relatively full uh, hockey rink, you were only just able to run by me every time. So, <laughs> oh, okay. But, Keep complimenting me. Go for yeah, it. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. But uh, before we continue, too, I just really have to thank Gary so much because uh, he actually treated me to the tournament and even paid double to make sure that he and I would be teammates. So, thank you so much, American Rhino, for that. Happy birthday, James. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And it looked like it was a successful turnout for the tournament, too, where uh, it seemed every team had an ample out of the eight teams. Everybody had enough players on the roster. And as Brett was saying, yeah, that uh, we were able to viewers know. Sorry to cut you off, James. Go ahead. But all the teams were randomized and you had to pay extra to get on the same team as somebody else. Correct. Which I did not know. But you can only pick one person. Yeah. Which I was not aware of. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, Go for it, James. No, not at all. So, yeah, that's food for thought for the next year's Rose Charity. So, yeah, Craig was on his own team Mm -hmm. representing the LIQ. Seven, if I I recall correctly. No, no. Brett Brett was on team Uh, seven. Craig was on team five. We were on team four. Right. We were team four. Yay, numbers. uh, Yeah, Brett was uh, on his own. So, you guys did great, especially making it to the final, Brett. So, thank you. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Letting everybody know that we know what we're doing in the LIQ. At least some of us do. Yeah, um, <laughs> one but, uh, third of yeah, us was, is great. Yeah, it was. Uh, again, it was a successful turnout. And as Brett was saying, that every team out of the eight teams, the, you guys had at least three lines of uh, forwards and defensemen. To and women were it's co-ed, so we had females and males playing. But just for the sake of games, uh, we'll just refer to it as defensemen and forwards and stuff like that. But uh, our team had three lines of forwards and, and defensemen. Was that the same case with yours, Brett? Yes. Yeah, we were able to luckily have three lines. And I only say luckily because two people joined us at the very last minute. And it was actually very helpful just in terms of being able to rest. They actually, yeah. uh, I have video of that. They actually joined the game in progress. Hustle, like the 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 action is going strong in the uh like offensive zone and i just see these two guys running across the rank to, to hustling to their own bench so and the other thing too is that every team was guaranteed as gary mentioned in the a couple of podcasts ago every team was guaranteed to play three games oh yeah and and uh yeah we 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 all played three games all right sure did <laughs> we uh, uh maybe we didn't win a game but we Came out there with our lives, so that was a victory, if you ask me. And <laughs> hey, uh, again, yeah. But between God. between Brett and us, we have almost a 500 record. So. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you could throw Craig in there too because he beat us. That's <laughs> so, true. I, th- I believe uh, Craig was. I know Craig got at least one one. I can't say I know if he got two. Yeah, I know he lost his second game. I don't know how he fared in his third game. Yeah, the way it was broken up was Gary and I were able to watch, like Gary recorded Brett's first game, and then we played Brett in uh, in our second game, and then we were able to, we played Craig's team in the first game, and we were able to see Craig play the second of his back-to-back games. Uh, other than that, I saw that he was still in goal while Gary and I were packing up to leave, mm-hmm. but I definitely know, yeah, that uh, we could vouch that he had at least one win and it was against us, but really well done for, for you guys there. In that aspect. But again, yeah, if you're looking to join the tournament next year, exactly as Brett said and Gary has said, it was for charity and you're guaranteed to play three games. And then if you're like Brett, if you're undefeated, you're basically have a shot at making the final with a bye. And I think if you uh, they sort out the the other records, it comes down to goal differential and then you play for the final there. Yeah, yeah, it did. they were. Uh... They had two goals on us, so they were able to choose what color jerseys they wanted to wear. And they obviously chose white. White, of course. Because yes. they wanted to be cooler. <laughs> Fun fact, James and I were in black all day. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I even asked James as we were 
playing isn't he hot based on what he was wearing because i think you had an undershirt below your hockey jersey as well yep. along with the sweatpants yeah and and the the leg guards <laughs> and stuff but again i never complain because the gary is in full gear with the helmet and and the chest protector and black from head to toe so I'm not going to whine about it, but I'd, I hope I wasn't being rude either, Brett, because you're such a good guy. I was trying to answer you, but I couldn't breathe. So if, <laughs> forgive me if I came across. Uh, I honestly cool. can't. I honestly can't even say I thought you were being rude. So okay, good. <laughs> it's just completely fine. Actually, James, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't in black from head to toe. The top of my mask is red, white, and blue, and my sneakers are gray. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Again, yeah. No, I was just trying to lull you to sleep just by. <laughs> Just by talking to you the entire time. <laughs> so that's his play. Yeah, yeah. So it, it would have been – well, we weren't on the face-off together. We were just on each line, so we just kind of were against each other. But, yeah, had we been on the face-off, that would have been a little bit of unsportsmanlike, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, did you see that Met game last night? Oh, what are you talking about? Hey, you just stole the puck. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you hear Cespedes is going to miss the whole season? What? Yeah, hey! What? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, was, yeah, oh, go ahead. That was pretty close to it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and also, besides the, and again, uh, talking as a defenseman and, and on behalf of Gary, who's a goalie, and Craig as well, with that offsides rule, which really gets under our skin, and the whole reason why they have that rule in hockey is so that you don't have an advantage of somebody not at least getting the opportunity of running back and forth, playing defense and playing offense. But overall, the officiating was pretty good. The, uh, the they, they do a good job of the quote-unquote referees that officiate the games of the Rose Charities Tournament, and they're pretty fair. And, and on top of things, they're not really... Again, everybody there is, knows each other for the most part. People from Blacktop Hockey League and, and the MAFO play, and then a couple of us from the LIQ showed up, and I'm sure maybe a few people here or there from another league. But for the most part, there weren't any from the games that we participated in and watched. We didn't really see any bad penalties or anything that needed to be called. And other than the offsides thing, everything went pretty smoothly. So like Brett was saying, too, you don't really know each other for, for our cases and everybody embraces you immediately. You, you get along well and you do the line changes. And there's usually somebody that'll step up and, and be like the active coach. And it's a great time overall. I couldn't agree more that there's a lot of good people there. It's a lot of fun. The only thing was that the weather was just really brutal. Yeah. And congratulations to you, Brett, for making it all the way to the final, man. Yes, well sir. earned and good for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Couldn't have happened yeah, again, to a better guy. It was a very, it was a fun, it was a fun tournament. And it was for charity. So it was yeah. all good. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, uh, Gary, if you wouldn't mind uh, giving us a little summary of your day <laughs> in, uh, in net. I like the listeners better than to subject them to that. All right. Um, no, okay. So, real quick, my day was not great, as you might have surmised from the discussion so far. Uh, I lost all three games that I backstopped. We lost all three games. Over those three games, I gave up a total of 19 goals. And we gave up <laughs> which, about uh, 50 shots. Which is an average of over six goals a game. So, you know, uh, could have been better. <laughs> but as Brett said, it is for charity. So I, I don't regret playing by any stretch. I did find that it's probably due to the conditioning that we've gotten so used to in the LIQ playing shorter periods that as the games wore on and got longer, and I know the heat compounded this, but I tended to give up more goals later in the, in the periods. Like, uh, my first goal that I gave up was like 11 minutes into the first period. And then I think in the second period, the first goal that I gave up was over six minutes in. So, you know, I, I think I just wore down not to take anything away from the players that we faced on the other teams, because a lot of those goals were well earned, but some of them I really should have had back. And I chalked that up a little bit to fatigue. So, you know, lessons learned, I suppose. As usual, Gary will be way too hard on himself, but uh, we were on team four, as we said. And yeah, we had some good players that could score and we had some really good defensive players, too, particularly two guys and a couple of girls, which were excellent on defense. But for some reason, our defense was the weakest part of our team and we just didn't score enough goals either. So we were just giving up too many shots and too many opportunities and we weren't helping Gary out. So just have to let that be known because Gary is way too hard on himself. But uh, I was actually moved to forward because I was so bad on defense. So uh, as Brett 
we were talking about before. That's why Brett and I were able to talk to one another so often. But Brett, you felt that too, right? I mean, the later the games went, the less energy we all had, even with the line changes. It was just nonstop 20 minutes in the brutal sun and the heat and the humidity. It was oh, just, absolutely. It was too much to take. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the only time I say we had, at least my team had surmised at least a little bit of energy toward the end was uh, in the finals when we were down and we had to kind of pick up our energy and try and come back and just like put all of our adrenaline into coming back from two goals down because we had let up four straight goals. So we got one goal back, but it was too little too late. Nah, you, you made it pretty close and you know, that's what you want for a final. If you can't win, you want to make it as close as possible, I guess. Yeah, it was a good competitive game. Sorry, James, go ahead. Uh, Thanks, Gary. Uh, What was the atmosphere like? Did a lot of people stick around to watch the final? Uh, Yeah, there was a full crowd, actually, in the stands. Uh, I know Craig stuck around to watch. But yeah, a lot of people stuck around. I believe that they were just staying around because they wanted to go to the fish market afterwards. But uh, yeah, I mean, it it was a good atmosphere in the game. I mean, toward the end, it started to get a little chippy, but uh, that was just from competitiveness, you know, so. How chippy is chippy, Brett? <laughs> well, uh, one, one of my teammates uh, started started something with someone else, but uh, I, I, I kind of had to pull him off because, uh, you know, we just scored a goal and it was four to three. So there wasn't too much time left and there wasn't enough to worry about you know, shenanigans. Yeah. And it was running time too, for these games. So if, you know, if if it's late in the game and you're down, you don't want to waste time fighting you, you know, cause whether you're fighting or whether you're playing that time's going to tick off the clock. So you'd rather be trying to score. Yeah. I I believe cause uh, one of the opponents, his stick got a little happy on one of my uh, teammates and my teammates took exception to that. Understand. So, uh, yeah. But I mean, again, it was a it was just a competitive game all around. And I mean, it would have been nice to have won, but I mean, you know, I came as close as possible. Hey, you got nothing to be ashamed of. You played a great day, Brett. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Three and one. That, that That's a great day. So also, yeah, with, with, the, with the crowd being there, that that's, makes it a lot more fun because we're not used to really playing in front of anybody. So hearing, <laughs> a, hearing a gasp with a great save or a cheer with a score, that's got to hopefully get a little bit more energy into you. Whereas we were just trying to just get through the games at one point because we could hardly breathe or, or had any energy left. So that, that's pretty cool, no? Yeah, although oh, absolutely. I, I will say – in that, that last game that I played, that we played, James, in the first period, I, you know, it was the second game of back to back and I was totally gassed and I had just given up a goal or two and I was like just leaning against the net to stay standing and try and save some little, you know, what, recover whatever little bit of energy I could. And then I start hearing somebody from the, the crowd behind me on, in the bleachers going, Hey, come on. Come on, kid. Come on, Comiskey. Pick up your head. <laughs> you know, don't get don't get down on yourself. And I, just, I didn't even have the energy to tell him. Listen, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it, but you know, I, oh man, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's really, for the most part, rooting each other on, and and that mm-hmm. that's really awesome. That so, but yeah, we were just physically spent at that point so god bless you brett for having the wherewithal to make it all the way to the final and really come that close to to pulling it off so great stuff man. yeah james and i were talking in the car and we kind of agreed we don't know if we could have played a a fourth game well most of the most of the uh kudos go to my teammates because uh they're the ones who scored the goals i i mean i got a nice a few nice assists and my my plus minus was i'd say a plus two but i mean most of the kudos goes to them because we played some good defense, and uh, the teams we played all had good competition. Uh, good for you, Reddy. Good job. Thank you. All right. Well, Brett, thank you again for coming on the podcast to talk to us. We really genuinely appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate the competition, have being able to play with you, against you, but with you <laughs> on, the, uh, on the day on the Rose Charities. And I would like to personally thank you for filming that uh, first game that James and I played in but that you were not in after you had already played a game in the, the you know, searing heat. I You're mean, welcome. I, I gave if up eight goals in that game. So I don't I'm know sorry. if I really want to remember it, but, <laughs> you know, I appreciate you doing it. 
Well, if the camera work was a bit spotty, it was because most of the time I was trying to grab a drink as I was filming. <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. All right, but, so... Uh, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, yes. man. We will see you out there in the LIQ and, and hopefully beyond. Until next time, fellas. Thank you, sir. Thanks, buddy. Have a nice day, everybody who's listening. <laughs> yeah, bye, Brett. Good night. All righty, James. Uh, thank you again, Brett. So why don't we wrap this thing up with a little update on our personal conditioning, I guess. I I think especially in light of our performance in this past tournament, it's a really a good time to kind of shine a spotlight on our conditioning goals and where we are with, uh, you know, our aims of self-improvement. So why don't we jump into that checkup? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not doing very well. That's the whole point of this is to hold myself accountable for it. So it's one thing to make a promise. It's another thing to keep a promise, which is the whole idea of making a promise. But um, including the Rose Charities Tournament, I only literally played in five deck games in the entire month of March and the entire month of April. So for those eight weeks, I only played five games. The reasons being bad weather, because Mother Nature was really out to get us for some reason during the months of March and April between the snow and the rain and the ice. Sickness, I got really badly sick with tonsillitis and whatever else and allergies and all that stuff. And then the American Rhino was taken down a couple of weeks ago, too. And then schedule. So there's things that come up where you have family obligations and holidays and stuff like that. So those were the reasons. But um, to keep myself in shape, again, once... The sicknesses were done and, and being cooped up and all of that stuff. I have tried to keep up with the DDP yoga that Gary was so generous in loaning to me. And I did do a few routines during those eight weeks. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't do all of the routines that I should have. But in the interim, I was exercising pretty regularly, stick handling pretty regularly and, and working on my game and stuff. So I kind of tried to incorporate some of the DDP techniques into a brief workout that was a little bit easier on me. So I do have to focus on the cardio, though. That's something I need to do and I will do from now on. But I think it really showed in the uh, Rose Charities tournament, too. Obviously, it was hot. It was humid. The conditions couldn't have been worse in that aspect, that there was even a thunderstorm before the game, the day started that morning. So we didn't even get enough sleep because of that. So it kind of woke us up yeah, uh, and, and so on. And then, yeah, on top of everything else, as Gary pointed out, that we were wearing the black jerseys for all of our games. And then our back-to-back -back games were later in the afternoon. And absolutely, that's the hottest time of the day from 12 noon to 3. And then 4 o'clock, it starts to cool off a little bit. So it was really, again, pardon us for kind of making up excuses and things like that. But it was an uphill battle. Let's just say that. So it didn't work out as much as we wanted to. And I feel that I owe Gary, I owe you a refund because you're the reason why I was able to play. And I'm so sorry that it didn't turn out better because you deserve a lot better than that no it's fine but i just want to go back to that back-to-back -back games thing because i don't I, I want the listener to understand exactly what was going on in those back-to-back -back games so basically the way the tournament was set up the, the way we wound up having to play we played for about 45 minutes straight with literally about a minute in the middle of break and then as soon as the whistle blew the final whistle on that first game we did the handshake line and then we were scheduled to play another game. And basically it was, Hey, you guys are already late. You need to go ahead and get started. So we, you know, from the time that that, the, that first game ended to the time when the second game started, it was literally less than five minutes. And then we had to play for another, you know, 40 minutes with like a minute in the middle of break. So it was hard. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we're responsible for walking over because the, the, there's one rink and then adjacent to that is a basketball court. So with the sun beating down on you, you're still sweating, you're still huffing and puffing from the previous game. Then you have to walk all the way over to the other rink, which is what we had to do. Walk in there, get your stuff. You're lugging everything around and you're feeling all sweaty and, and you don't even have a chance to clear your head. And then, yeah, exactly. They drop the puck and away you go already. So 
It was, it was, it's not perfect. Okay. I mean, obviously we understand as, uh, Rachel explained that they only have X amount of time to have the permits for, so you got to make it as, as brief and as possible, but, uh, it's not easy. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure I could get myself into good shape cardio wise, if anything, just to help out my teammates and be a better player and especially help out the American Rhino. Yeah, they say it's not easy being green, and I was definitely feeling pretty green by the end of those games. Yeah, all of us. As a matter of fact, seriously, I could, I could vouch for that. I, I personally nearly passed out during the third game mm-hmm. and was very slow and ineffective during all three games. I wasn't getting to the corners properly. People were beating me to the puck. So it was really kind of frustrating in that aspect, too. And then on top of that, just really huffing and puffing and watching everybody run around you. But out of the five games I played... Uh, at least I was able to record and assist in three of them. And my goal is to try and have an assist in every game I play in at least. So I'm failing there too, but well, that's how it goes. So that's, you, uh, yeah, checkups number three and four for the, uh, deck hockey resolution. Yeah. That, that, that last game, I mentioned this before, but I was really in a bad way by the end. I was really having trouble getting up. I was very slow to get up. And for maybe the first time ever, I reached a point where I almost didn't care if I gave up a goal. Not, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to give up a goal and I tried my best not to, but like the way I was feeling, my main goal was don't pass out, don't pass out, don't pass out, stay conscious, <laughs> you know, stay upright. Like I, I, you just, you reach a point where the body says, I can't do this anymore. And it's, it's tough. And I, I mentioned this, I alluded to this in the interview that we did with Brett, but kind of, I also came to the conclusion that I really need to step up my conditioning. Like uh, I, I said, as the games wore on, I got a lot less effective and that needs to stop. So I've, you know, I, I owe it to my teammates, whoever they may be, to not just stop, you know, to, to not fall apart as the games go on. So I have personally rededicated myself and it's easy to say this now it's, it's been less than a week, but I've rededicated myself to my exercise regimen and I, I have a plan that I'm going to try and execute in order to increase my strength, my flexibility, my stamina, my, you know, ability to withstand the heat, I guess my endurance, everything I'm, Hopefully by next year, I will be a different rhino, a better rhino, an improved rhino. We appreciate that. But seriously, it really was the only thing that would have been worse had it have rained and we still had to play under those conditions. So we've played in the Rocky tournaments in the cold, in the rain, and the wind, which is really not fun at all. But this was a little bit of the other extreme. And had it been in the middle of July or August, you know, Gary and I have, have had dedicated hit the decks for this topic we would have prepared for that and been ready for it and even had a few games under our belts where we could physically and mentally. But to come out of the winter and then a pretty cold spring and inconsistent spring with rain and such, and then bam, right off the bat, you're playing in a tournament and the heat and the humidity was at least 85 degrees during the whole day. It was a thick, humid day, hardly any breeze, the sun, there was no shade at all, especially on the gameplay. So you goalies out there, God bless you. And as we said, we watched Craig too. We faced him in a game and then he was saying himself that having back-to-backs, he wasn't looking forward to. So we were able to watch a little bit of his second game. And yeah, it's so hard to make a save for you guys and then pick yourselves back up and, and, and make sure there's no rebound. It's so exhausting just watching you guys do that. Forget about having all the gear on you, but it was just that's as bad as it gets. And it was just really not fair, but I really, absolutely. I agree with you. That's my goal too, to try and keep up with these people that were able to play in the final, like, like Brett and his teammates and the the team that he faced, God bless them because I don't think I would have been able to do it. I know I'm 39 years old and things like that. And we had the black jerseys and everything was going against us, but just keeping that in the back of our minds, man. Yeah. Just trying to just stay on our feet at that point was the goal instead of just trying to win a game. So again, you know, we, we do, we're weekend warriors. We don't do this for a living. We have to pay to play. We don't get paid to play. So it's a much different situation to be in where you have to kind of, you know, Gary has a family to worry about and, and you have responsibilities and things like that. So just kind of put it in perspective there. But enough whining from me, Schwarzenegger, yell at me all you want. I deserve it. And I'm sorry, but just want to keep that in mind out there. Stop whining.
Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, all right, that's that's fair. Good report, James. I think it's fair to say that we both have a little work to do, and we are, you know, talk is cheap, but at this point, we both intend on trying to put in that work to be in a better position in the future. Is that is that fair? That is fair, and that, that brings up another point, thank you, is that it's really frustrating when you're coming off of a game or two where you know what you did wrong and you know what you need to work on, and then you don't play for another month or you don't play for another two months. So then you kind of – life comes in the way, and then you're tired after work or whatever the case is, and you know, you're not really focusing on playing anymore. So that makes it even harder to try and stay focused and, and keep in shape and, and do that. So I guess that's just what we kind of make up your mind. Just pretend that you're playing every week. And train like you're playing every week and then hopefully it'll catch up and you'll transform your body and you'll be ready to go and, and be a good teammate for your uh, fellow players out there. Yeah, well, it's cliche to say, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. So whether you're playing or not, it pays to make sure that you are improving yourself slowly but surely. So, you know, that's going to pay off regardless. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. That's going to do it for us for another episode of Hit the Deck. We are so grateful for you joining us on another episode. I hope that you enjoyed our Rose Charities tournament special here. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you have some comments or suggestions or thoughts on anything we've discussed, please feel free to reach out to us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. Our Facebook, we are at Hit the Deck. We are also at Hit the Deck on Instagram. Tweet at us at Hit the Deck Pod. And we would love to hear your thoughts and or suggestions. Thank you again, Pops, for being the voice of the podcast. Thank you so much to Brett for coming on the show and talking to us about his experience this past week. And thank you to bro Anthony Sajazi for providing music to the podcast, the LIQ for sound effects. And thank you, of course, for listening to the deck, because without you, there would be no Hit the Deck. I would encourage you, if you have not already done so, to please consider subscribing to Hit the Deck on iTunes or Stitcher or any other place where you might happen to get your podcasts, because it'll be delivered to you so very easily, to right into your ears. It's like... It, it's crazy. You don't even have to do anything. It just, it just shows up and there it is. And you can listen. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We would love to have more YouTube subscribers. And as I mentioned before, we are going to have a whole bunch of Rose Charities content on our YouTube channel very soon. So if you want to be among the first to know when that drops, then subscribe to us there. We are Hit the Deck on YouTube. And uh, actually, we are Hit the Deck podcast on YouTube. So, uh, I mean... There aren't any other hit the decks, so whatever, but just in the interest of clarity. <laughs> I don't know. James, please, uh, is there anything that you would like to add? You did it all, my friend. Thank you. No, no, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything you did this past weekend, and thank you for everything you do always. And I would thank you, our listener, to remember, as I said when talking about the Rose Charities goalie that uh, was on Brett's team, and really anyone who gets a little bit carried away when they're playing, yeah, you may be good, yeah, you may think that you're having a great game, and you know, you, you may think that you've earned the right, but remember that you're playing against other people who are competing. And everybody just wants to have a good time at the end of the day. So even if you get the urge to taunt and gloat and just show your dominance, I would strongly, strongly implore you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. The show's not starting. <laughs> but I hear the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going live. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha